This broadcast is part of the IC Robots Radio Network. Visit icrobots.com for this and many other nerd slash nostalgia related podcasts. You won't be sorry for long. in the toy section than the kid who hangs the figures from the pegs. Your host, Icy Robots. Greetings, Earth people. I am from Jupiter. It is me again, Icy Robots. I'm not a hero, but I do sacrifice a bit of my week each and every week to make your week a bit less weak. And this week, this week, it is going to get so much less weak because we have what is, what is annually the biggest show of the year, the second annual Icy Robots Radio Summer Movie Awards. It is going to be so great. We got a we got Kevin Zerby here, we got Ferg here, we got Carlos Perone, we got Gino Vega, and we got the returning Vic Sage and the projectionist. It's going to be a hoot and a half. I will be right back in a second, but first, listen to this. My whole life has just been a nightmare. It's a terrible experience. You know, most of my friends have died in space. Or gone insane from the unimaginable loneliness of being there. My, my wife and my kids, they died in space. It was an accident. My whole life has just been a, a nightmare. It's a terrible experience. Yeah, it's too late for me now. I'll, I'll probably die on my next mission anyways. listening to the Toys R Us Report, the greatest podcast in the world. Join life in progress. This has been Summer Movie World. Pre-show. Broadcast. Greetings, Earth people, and welcome to the second annual Summer Movie Awards pre-show. We are we are broadcasting live from a pre-recorded broadcast from the from the Jupiter Moon Base in front of a live pre-recorded studio audience of people back on Earth recorded maybe two or three weeks ago. And we are here to just percolate with the audience, just get ready, just get warmed up for what is going to be one of the biggest shows of all the times. It is the second annual IC Robots Radio Summer Movie Awards, wherein which we celebrate all of the fun movies that come out during the uh, during the months of summer. This is like the big shoot 'em ups, the big superhero joints, the kung fu stuff, the super fun stuff that we all go out, eat popcorn, drink sodas, watch, and enjoy together. And I have always been a summer movie fan. I go for these. These over-the-top blockbusters as much as anybody. Now, I like the small arty-farty movie, and we did have a few of those this summer that uh, are going to be talked about and discussed, but by and large, this is when, this is when Dom Toretto and the crew drive their cars. This is when, this is when, this is when the magic of the movie year happens, for sure. Now, 
I have to be realistic, and the era of the summer movie is different than it was in the days of what is, you know, probably our youth. The, the movies of the summer were, like, saved up exclusively for the summer back in the day. This is when, this is when all of the genre stuff would really laser beam in. But now, we are more fortunate and there is genre stuff throughout the year. So it does, in a lot of ways, take away the special exclusivity of summer. But summer, summer's still in effect. And while it might not be drawing the gigantic numbers that it used to, and while there may be a few too many remakes and a few too many sequels, and not enough, not enough original content. Summer is always one of the uh, top four seasons of the movie year. <laughs> oh, thanks, you know, you guys are too much. I wasn't sure if you would, uh, if you, that one might just, like, go right over your heads. I'm, I'm glad to see that you, glad to see you guys got it. So this week on the show, we have, we have something we don't normally do. We got a bunch of guests. We have, uh, we got Kevin Zerby from Zerbinatorland. We got Bird from the Atari 2600 podcast. We got Gino Vega. We got Carlos Perone from Geekfest France. And we got Vic Sage, who no one has heard from in many a month. Some were wondering, was the dude still alive? Was the dude still with us? Or did the projections take him down below? But now we know. He's been all good in the hood, hanging out at the arcade and doing work in Directress Vault. And we will have him back here in a sec. Let me, uh, let me hurry over to the to the Snack Shack where they are holding the actual broadcast. It's like 555 yards from here. I'm going to be there in a sec where the broadcast I hear is on the way. Welcome to the second annual IC Robots Radio Summer Movie Awards, the show where we celebrate all the terrific movies that come out during the hot summer months. The super scary horror films, the over-the-top action movies, the hilarious comedy films and all the rest. My name is Engineer Emily, and I will be acting as the co-host with the co-host for this event. Tonight we will be joined live on closed circuit TV by Gino Vega. Ferd from the Tattery Podcast, Carlos from Geekfist Trance, Kevin Zerby from Please Stand By, and we will all bear witness to the return of Vic Sage and the Projectionist from Saturday Frights as well as a special musical tribute to George Romero by Iceberg 13. And now, the other co-host will be co-host, you know him as the host of the Toys R Us Report, my good friend and co-worker, I see robots. Yo, show em what you've got. Hello, everybody. It is me, IC Robots, and thank you for attending. Thank you for joining us up here on the Jupiter Moonbase for the second annual IC Robots Radio Summer Movie Awards this time around. It's going to be better than the last, but that's... If that's even possible, we have so many fun guests. We have so many fun things going on. I, I just don't know what to say, so... I think we're going to. I think we're going to jump right into the festivities. The first person we have on hand is, you know him as Ferg Ferguson from the Atari 2600 Game by Game podcast. You'll be joining us live via closed circuit television from somewhere in, somewhere in Delaware. Let me see if I can tune him in. I can, I can feel it there. All right, Ferg, take it away. 
Hey everybody, welcome back to the second annual IC Robots Radio Summer Movie Awards. My name is Ferg, I'm from the Atari 2600 Game by Game podcast. Just wanted to make sure I got that out there because I thought this was a paying gig. It is not. (laughs) Right now I am giving you the nominees for the best summer comedy and here are the nominees. The Big Sick, directed by Michael Showalter. Baywatch, directed by Seth Gordon. Logan Lucky, directed by Steven Soderbergh. The House, directed by Andrew J. Cohn. And Brigsby Bear, directed by Dave McCary. I have not heard of any of these movies. <laughs> and the winner, open up the envelope. The winner is Brigsby Bear. Well, uh, Mr. McCary, Mark Hamill, and the cast of Brigsby Bear cannot be here to accept the award tonight. Uh, type thing. What is that? Uh, the cue cards are weird. Sorry about that. I'll accept the award on their behalf, and I probably will just take it home and not give it to them since I said before it's not a paying gig. Podfather out! That was terrific, and thank you so much for joining us. You can find Ferg on the Atari 2600 Game by Game podcast as well at Crabtown Arcade, where he rocks the best scores on the Miss Pac-Man machine, but then he unplugs it so no one will find out how good he is. He's modest. Up next is the award for the best horror film of the entire summer. Here to introduce tonight's presenter is my main dude, Icy Robots. Emily, thank you for the uh, introduction and thank you for the for the somewhat modest applause. The horror film is a staple of the summer months. There is nothing like there's nothing like going into a dark, cold theater after spending a hot, steamy day in the summer sun getting a scare. This year, this year was a good year for horror films. We had everything ranging from movies about shark attacks to movies about families stuck together in the woods. And to help us, uh, to help us announce which one of these movies was the best one that came out this year, we have, we have somebody we have not heard from in a while. He's, uh, he's a good pal of mine and I've missed hearing him on the air. So I'm happy to be able to bring him back to you today. He is, he's here with his good pal, the projectionist. You know him as... Vic Sage, let me, uh, let me turn him in here. Try to get, try to get connected to the Red Forest Vault. Let me see, uh, he gave me the, the security code. All right. Vic, take it away. Hey, hey, projectionist, I think we're on. Yes. Everything is green upon the consoles. We are being beamed live to the viewing audience. Hello, everyone. I'm Vic Sage, and this is my cohort, The Projectionist. Oh, I can assure you, Victor, the viewers have not forgotten me. We are absolutely honored to have been asked back for the second annual I See Robots Radio Summer Movie Awards. Not that we have been so busy of late. What with Sage's retirement? We were asked back on the award show this year to once again represent the category of Best Summer Horror Movie. Horror films have no season, Sage. They are enjoyable no matter what time of the year. 
I hear you, projectionist, but there is something rather special about seeing a good horror flick during the summer. In my neck of the woods, it can be near 100 degrees and miserable outside. But in the comfort of that darkened theater, watching something spooky or thrilling, the chilling of the blood, quicker than any iced beverage, that is pretty special, my friend. If you say so, Victor. Well, moving right along, our first nominee is It Comes at Night, written as well as directed by Trey Edward Schultz. It focuses on a group of survivors, two families of some unknown apocalypse as they take shelter together, frightened of what may lay in wait for them beyond the home that acts as their shelter and what darkness might be nearer than they imagine. The second nomination for Best Summer Horror Film goes to 47 Meters Down. The screenplay was written by Ernest Riera and Johan Roberts, who also held the picture. It concerns two sisters enjoying their trip in Mexico who find themselves in shark-infested waters, <laughs> trapped in a shark cage at the bottom of the ocean. Our third nominee is Annabelle Creation, written by Gary Dobberman and directed by David F. Sandberg. The movie offers fans of the Conjuring Cinematic Universe a glimpse at the origin story of the evil doll, Annabelle. For our fourth nominee... Oh my, you viewers must not have had much to choose from to include this film in your best summer horror category. We have the remake of the 1932 Universal Studios masterpiece, The Mummy. This reboot was written by David Coop. Christopher McQuarrie, Dylan Cussman, John Spites, Jimmy Lumet, and Alex Kurtzman, who also directed this picture. I know I'm the odd man out, friends, but even with its flaws, I really had a great time with The Mummy. Here's hoping perhaps Universal can correct course with their upcoming Bride of Frankenstein. Dark Universe. Indeed. <laughs> they need only allow a cinephile such as myself to write their films. Then the studio heads would see the money pouring viewers. Our last nomination belongs to The Beguile, Sophia Coppola's remake of the 1971 film starring Clint Eastwood. Written by Sophia from the book by the same name by Thomas Cullinan, as well as the original 1971 screenplay by Albert Maltz and Irene Camp. Coppola also directed the film, and it concerns a wounded Union soldier who takes refuge at a Virginian girls' school during the Civil War. It doesn't take long for the soldier to realize his presence is having a rather adverse effect on the young women and their headmistress. <laughs> and friends, the time has come now for the winner of the second annual IC Robots Radio Summer Movie Awards for Best Summer Horror Movie. Projectionist, envelope please. And the award goes to... It Comes it at comes Night. It Comes at Night. 
Schultz. Join us in a hearty congratulations to not only Trey Edward Schultz, but the cast and crew of It Comes at Night. Very well done. Productions? You want to join me here? It would appear that Mr. Schultz and company are not available to accept this cherished award. <laughs> Projectionist, I'm sure they're just too busy working on their next feature, so we will accept the award for them and be sure it gets to the right hands. I think that is about all of our time for this show, friends. Until next time, this is Vic Sage. And I am, of course, the Projectionist. Signing off until next time. <laughs> The 2017 Summer Movie Awards will continue after this. Finally, a robot to stop ladies from squeezing Charmin. Don't squeeze Charmin. Don't squeeze Charmin. Charmin's doubly fluffy, doubly irresistible. Don't squeeze. Fluffy. Squeeze Charmin. Squeeze Charmin. Squeeze right. Charmin made the ordinary way might not get squeezed, but Charmin's doubly fluffy. It's so squeezably soft. It's doubly irresistible. And now we return to the TRU Report Summer Movie Awards. Thanks, everybody. Big shout out to Charmin Toilet Tissue. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the support this year. We appreciate that. And up next on the show, broadcasting live via closed circuit television from Sensational Manor in lovely Santa Rosa, California, we have Mr. Sensational himself, Gino Vega from the Mr. Sensational Gino Vega podcast here on the IC Robots Radio Network. Let me let me give a hands on the dial here and see if I can find his closed circuit channel. Alright, got it. Here is Mr. Sensational Gino Vega himself with the award for the best supporting actor in a summer movie. Gino, take it away. Hey there, Icy Robots, Iceberg, and everyone listening at home. It is I, Mr. Sensational Gino Vega, coming to you by way of closed circuit television from my living room here in Sensational Manor, and I would like to say just how happy and honored I am to be a part of the second annual IC Robots Radio Summer Movie Awards. Now, when you think about movies, you think about protagonists, you think about stars, you think about those leading men and women lighting up the silver screen. But for every star, there is a sidekick. For every actor, there is a supporting actor. And that's why we would like to take this moment tonight to honor those supporting actors who made this year in film what it was. So without further ado, the nominees are... John Hamm, Baby Driver. Kevin Spacey, Baby Driver. Mark Hamill, Rigsby Bear. Jamie Foxx, Baby Driver. And Danny McBride, Alien Covenant. And ladies and gentlemen, the winner for Best Supporting Actor in the second annual IC Robots Radio Summer Movie Awards is... John Hamm for Baby Driver. Where are you, John? This isn't uh, two-way here on the closed circuit. I can't see you in the crowd there. Why don't you come on up and uh, accept that award? Iceberg's got that. Tr- oh, I'm I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I'm I'm being notified that uh, Mr. Hamm could not make it to the awards tonight. That's very um, surprising. But Mr. Hamm's not in attendance, so uh, Iceberg, um, why don't you go ahead and hang on to that trophy and. Um, Remember, I slipped you that 20 so you could hand it off to me later the next time you're on Earth. But, uh... 
folks, just as soon as Iceberg's finished collecting that trophy from Mr. Ham, we're going to throw back to him and his musical tribute to the late, great George Romero. Iceberg, take it away. Thank you, Gino. Next time, if you could move your segment along a bit quicker, I would really appreciate it. This summer, we were all saddened by the loss of an all-time great film director, George A. Romero. Mr. Romero is the genius behind what we know as zombies, the slow, shuffling, flesh-eating fiends that rule popular culture. He created the popular genre with his classic film, Night of the Living Dead. Mr. Romero passed away this past July and he will be missed by all. I cooked up a tune as a memorial to his greatness. Let me kick it to you one time. Rocket. My first job was working for Fred Rogers in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Everyone that comes from Pittsburgh that is still working professionally in media and film and TV started with Fred Rogers. <laughs> it's all about the money guys, man. It's all about the producers. was remade twice crazies now <laughs> i think what's happening is that people are getting so completely frustrated and angry over the way things are being run and i don't think zombies should run so i think that's the wolf at the door right now it's it's not just uh, you know the, the frustrated uh, post office worker just grueling to do and I just felt that you know it, the whole thing had just gotten too big it was like had lost all connection to its roots which was uh, you know this little guerrilla film that we made as young filmmakers yo this is the iceberg let's pour some out for George Romero iceberg thank you that was beautiful the IC Robots Radio Film Academy wants to say officially, the loss of George Romero is heartbreaking and that, we want the world to know what he holds. Mr. Romero in the house for God. He will be missed. Up next on the show is our fellow IC Robots Radio Network host, Colin Perrin from Equus Ranks to present E Award for the Best Actor in a Summer Movie. Let me try and tune his broadcast in. Almost. Almost. Here he is. Carlos, take it away. Hi, everybody. My name is Carlos Perón from Geek Plus France, and today I've been asked to announce the nominees for the IC Robots Radio Summer Movie Awards Best Actor category in a summer movie. Our nominees are... Gal Gadot for breathing some fresh air into the superhero comic book genre with Wonder Woman. Andy Serkis, who deserves an actual Special Academy Award for his recent work with motion capture technology for War for the Planet of the Apes. 
Joe Edgerton, Mr. Young Uncle Owen himself for It Comes at Night, Tom Holland for playing the third Spider-Man in the last 10 years in Spider-Man Homecoming, and Kumal Nanjani for the romantic comedy Wait, what's a romantic comedy? I don't, I don't watch romantic comedies. I only watch horror movies, things that blow up, or things that take place in space. Oh, all right. For the romantic comedy, The Big Stick. And the Best Actor Award goes to... Gal Gadot in Wonder Woman. Miss Gadot can't be here to accept her award tonight. So on behalf of her, I will accept it and thank everyone. And if she wants this award, she will have to find me and fight me for it. Thank you very much. Good night. The 2017 Summer Movie Awards will continue after this. But next, the award for the best summer movie of 2017. From just beyond your imagination comes Omnibot, the fully programmable robot with a memory. Omnibot, he walks, he talks. Hi, cutie. Amaze your friends. Refreshments, Earth-type snacks. Impress your teacher. Impress your girlfriend. Omnibot, there's romance. Take my heart. He's the lean, mean, pop and breakin' music machine. Yes, it's Omnibot, the fully programmable robot, available now in your neighborhood. You from Tommy. Big shout out to Tommy and a big shout out to everybody who's taken part in the show so far. I gotta gotta give it up, Gino Vega. Gotta give it up, Ferg. Gotta give it up, Vic Sage, Carlos Perone, everybody. This has been this has been super fun. I've had a great time with you guys today. Even though you are all just a bunch of talking heads on TV screens, it has been great. <laughs> big, big thanks to Engineer Emily. And now we head into the final, the final award, the biggest award of the year, the 2017. Summer movie of the uh, of the year, I guess. To present the award for us live from KMAX Studios in the heart of lovely Connecticut, on the on the shores of Lake Pazak, is my partner on the pretentious podcast, a dude who goes by the name of Kevin Zerby. You might know him from Zerbinator Land. Let me uh. Let me here he is, Kevin Zerby, take it away! Hey, 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 I want to take some time and thank the one and only IC Robots for this one and only second annual IC Robots Radio Summer Movie Awards. Well, my job is to go down the nominees for the best movies for the summer, and it goes a little something like this. Here are the nominees. <laughs> Baby Driver, directed by Edgar Wright. Wonder Woman, directed by Patty Jenkins. Dunkirk, directed by Christopher Nolan. It Comes at Night, directed by Trey Edward Schultz. And Spider-Man Homecoming, directed by John Watts. The winner for tonight's second annual Icy Robots Radio Summer Movie Awards is Baby Driver, directed by Edgar Wright. Mr. Wright and the cast of Baby Driver can't be here to accept the award tonight, so I will be taking it home on their behalf. I plan to put it up on my mantle and listen to the soft, sultry sounds of icy robots. Oh, that sound means I'm running out of quarters for my closed-circuit screen here, so... This is Zerbinator signing out from way down here in KMAX Studios in the heart of Connecticut in association...
looks like we lost the signal, but who cares? He was done anyway. Congratulations to Baby Driver. Congratulations to Gal Gadot. Congratulations to the to the cast of It Comes at Night. Congratulations to congratulations to the cast of Brigsby Bear, and congratulations to everybody out there who uh, who's nominated. This has been a super fun, super great time. So. We're going to, uh, we're going to head out of here, man. This is me, Icy Robot, signing off for Robert Ferguson, for Kevin Zerby, for Gino Vega, for Vic Sage, and the projectionist for Carlos Perone, for Engineer Emily, for Iceberg. This has been the 2017 Summer Movie Awards. I'm out. Please drop by supportthereport.com and consider becoming a show patron for as low as a measly dollar a month. It's the right thing to do. You've made it this far. It's time. The final segment. Your weekly toy shop update. The Toys R Us report. All right, we are back for what is what is the final segment of what has been just a terrific show. I am. I'm away back in the recording booth. The the audiences have been moved away. Everyone's off doing whatever, and I just. I want to send a big shout out and a big thanks to everybody who participated. You know, you got Robert Ferguson from the uh, Atari 2600 Game by Game podcast. You got Kevin Zerby from Zerminator Land. Carlos Perone from Geekfest Rants right here on the IC Robots Radio Network. You got Gino Vega from the Mr. Sensational Gino Vega podcast, which is right here on the IC Robots Radio Network. And then the returning Vic Sage and the projectionist. I give it up to them for breaking the equipment out of the out of the retroist vault and setting it back up and doing everything that was necessary to provide quality entertainment to all of us. And I want to thank you guys, you guys for listening and for putting up with the Icy Robots Radio Film Academy Summer Movie Awards. Uh, I wanted to spend this time going over the, the winners a bit. I just kind of, I don't know, just going over like why I thought that they were, uh, why I thought that they were the winners in each category. Let's start with the award for best... Best comedy. You had The Big Sick, Baywatch, Logan Lucky, The House, and Brigsby Bear. It was it was a fairly weak year for comedies. Nowadays, it's interesting. A movie like The Big Sick gets called a comedy or Logan Lucky gets called a comedy because there are some, some funny elements in what is essentially like a drama on one hand, like a heist movie on the other. But they get lumped in as comedies because the... Traditional style of comedy, the movie like, you know, The Naked Gun or Airplane or There's Something About Mary, these movies that are just meant to be straight up funny. These movies are few and far between. This year we saw, this summer, you know, we saw Baywatch, which is like an action comedy, and The House, which was a straight up Will Ferrell comedy, but it wasn't that great. And then Brigsby Bear was a comedy in the vein of The Big Sick in that it is... More or less a drama with some comedy in it, but it was such a terrific film that it had to ran away with what was what was a fairly weak category. The Big Sick was a really good movie too, but again, there were some laughs, but it's about a girl who is in a coma, and while that might be funny when Morrissey sings about it, it's not funny so much in real life. Now let's... We got the best horror, and then uh, this was a, an okay summer for horror movies, not as many as... There have been in the past, and It, 
the movie It, which uh, probably would do well at the awards. That movie is coming out after the uh, end of the summer movie awards nomination season, so that got left out. Also, I wanted to mention that Guardians of the Galaxy Part 2 fell in... It fell in before the start date, the official start date of summer on the... On 520, so while it is considered a summer movie by such, I don't myself. I love that movie. If it was in the awards, it would have definitely gotten nominations. It may have gotten, you know, a lot, maybe in all the potential categories it's available for, but um, it fell in too early, and that's something you see now. The summer movie stretches so much longer in the beginning than it does toward the end because we are we're just past Labor Day, which is. Which is the end of summer, but a lot of times you will see movies still coming out, but outside of it, I don't know. At any rate, the best horror, the best horror film category was, it was alright. The, you got, It Comes at Night with Joel Edgerton, 47 meters down, Annabelle Creation, The Mummy, and The Beguiled. The Beguiled was not necessarily like a traditional horror film per se, and it was directed by Sofia Coppola. It was a good movie though, and, and it was, it was a horror movie. The Mummy, eh. I don't know. It Comes at Night was, to me, the standout movie of the horror genre this summer. It was, let's say, it messed around and got itself a Best Picture nomination. So it has to, it has to win the category. And then in the Best Supporting Actor category, this category was dominated by one movie, which is, of course, Best Summer Movie Award winner Baby Driver. Baby Driver had so many great side performances that... I had no choice but to nominate three of the dudes. You got John Hamm, who played Buddy. Buddy was great. And then Jamie Foxx was great as Bats. That was the, that's the list. I apologize for bumping into that. You, you can't take anything away from Bats. He had the, uh, the best line in the movie, potentially, when he's like, you catch feelings, you catch a bullet. It was hilarious. It's great. Terrific line. You'll never forget it. Then you had, uh, you have Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey was running the show, and he had that terrific scene where he does the, uh, the artboard, uh, the chalkboard, rather, diagram of the heist, and then at the same time he's arguing. It was great. And then, you also, you cannot take away from Danny McBride. He was the shining star of Alien Covenant, which was not a great movie, but his performance in it was great. I, I had a hard time deciding between the, between the three dudes in Baby Driver, and eventually, eventually I settled on John Hamm. I thought that he was in the movie the longest. He turns out to uh, have a major role toward the end. The performance was great. He had some funny lines. He had some really like crazy guy stuff. I, I really, I really like John Hamm. I think that I think that he is sort of an underrated actor. He kind of has that leading man facade. But I've I've seen him do comedy. I've heard him do funny stuff. And guy, guy can really carry something like that as well. I hope he'll be given more opportunities, and then you have the, you have the best actor category, which was Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman, Andy Serkis from Apes, Joel Edgerton, It Comes at Night, Tom Holland, who is Spider-Man, and Kamal Nanjani from The Big Sick. I went with Gal Gadot in this one. The other, the other performances were all terrific. Everybody in this category, terrific. Joel Edgerton in It Comes at Night was, he was so close to me. I, it came down to Gal Gadot and Joel Edgerton. I could not decide which way to go. And then I sort of weighed in, like, the overall cultural effect that Wonder Woman seemed to uh, seemed to have at the time. I recall after it, after it came out, Vic Sage posted a picture of some girl who was... She was having her birthday at the Arcadia Retrocade where he hangs and clangs at. And 
The girl was, she was dressed like Diana Prince, and she had a sword down her back. And I'm thinking, as great as Joel Edgerton was, nobody's dressing like Joel Edgerton at their birthday party. Maybe somebody will eventually, maybe like, maybe like Comic-Con or something. But just the overall cultural uh, difference that Wonder Woman's trying to create was too much to ignore. And then in the best category, you had, and then in the best summer movie category, you had Baby Driver, you had Wonder Woman, you had Dunkirk. It comes at night in Spider-Man. It comes at night keeps coming up. You have to you have to see this movie if you are if you are horror inclined. I can't can't give it enough thumbs up, but I only got two. So what am I going to do? The the hard choice in this category was between Dunkirk and Baby Driver. I definitely enjoyed Baby Driver more, but it may have been that Dunkirk was the better movie, but this is the awards for the for the best summer movie, and Baby Driver is a better summer movie than Dunkirk. When the top five movies of the year roll around in January, you may very well be seeing Dunkirk winning the best movie award, but as far as being a summer movie, it didn't have the elements that were that were necessary, but it may have been a better movie. Dunkirk was one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. It's short it's tight, it's efficient, it's it's tense, it's everything you would want in a movie like that. But Baby Driver is everything you would ever want in a car chase movie. It has great music, it has amazing car chases, it has cool side characters, it has a cool lead, it has some romance, it has all of these things that just make it a better a better summer movie. So in my heart, I had to I had to lean that way. A summer movie is a movie that you want to see again. And again, and again. And I saw Baby Driver three times in the theater, and I almost went one last time last week because I thought, you know, I'd like to see it on the big screen one more time before it goes out. And if it goes one more week at the dollar, three dollar theater, rather, I am going to go do that. But I I want to see it again. I want to get it on disc when it comes out. I don't buy a lot of movies on disc. I might buy this one because I want the extra scenes. I want to see what, uh, what else is going on behind there. And that's... To me, that's the epitome of a summer movie. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. You enjoy it. And Dunkirk was tense. It was scary. It was thought-provoking. It was so many great things, but it didn't have that summer fun factor. And I don't know. That was just... That was why I made that decision. And it was... It was a tough decision. I went back and forth and back and forth many times. At one point, I considered, well, maybe I'll, uh... I'll throw a curveball and put It Comes at Night as the best summer movie just because the the Academy's votes were split on uh, this movie and it affected uh, It Comes at Night going over the top. <gasps> that was something that I considered doing at one point, but I, I just didn't. I went with I went with what was my favorite summer movie and when it all comes down to it, it was it was baby. So, that is that, and we are at the end of the second annual Icy Robots Radio Film Academy Summer Movie Awards. I want to thank everybody in attendance. I want to thank everybody who presented. I want to thank everybody in the entire universe, but mostly, I want to thank you right now who are listening and just, you know, taking the time out of your day to hang and clang with us. It's very nice of you, and I appreciate it. If you like the show, you think uh, it's fun, tell a friend. Tell somebody who you think might like to listen to this, too. That's one of the best things that you can do, and if you do that, I appreciate it. If you don't, I appreciate that you listen. So, hey, whatever, man, it's all up to you. We are going to, 
We're going to be back next Wednesday with a super fun, exciting episode of This Boring Life where I'm going to talk about my friend Andy. That is the title of the episode. I hung out with this guy in 7th and 8th grade. His name was Andy. And guy was... Guy was a maniac. He was my best friend at the time. And we did a bunch of weird stuff together. And I spent some time doing This Boring Life talking about it. I want to bring these... uh, Bring these stories back to the surface. So I hope you enjoy that. And then we'll be back with the Toys R Us report the week after that. It's going to be great. Thanks for thanks for listening. This is me, Icy Robots, signing off for Engineer Emily, for Iceberg, for Vic Sage, for Ferg, for Zerby, for uh, Gino Vega, for Carlos Perone, for everybody in the universe. This has been the Toys R Us report, episode number 130, the second annual summer movie awards. If you don't know, now you know. This has been an IC Robots Radio production. IC Robots Radio is a listener-supported indie If you like what we do and we make your day a little easier, please consider tossing a few bucks our way to help keep the life support running. All money collected goes to help us prepare for future space pirate attacks. Go on over to supportthereport.com for all the details. Thanks and have a great week.